guys, welcome to the Mind for a Minute podcast. I'm Amuda. And I'm Masuma. And we are here today talking to you guys. Um, I know you might not have heard our voices for a while, but that's okay. <laughs> We've had lots going on. So Masuma, what is new? Like, what have you been doing in the past... I don't even know how long it's been because we've had lots happening. Yeah, it's been a good few weeks to be yeah, fair. Yeah. Um. So, other than work, I've been having interviews. You know. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, that's I don't really think I good. told you, but like within my workplace, there was like um a job, like a new post that went up, and then the guy, the hiring manager, was like, "Why don't you apply for it?" So I've yeah. I've just been having interviews for that. Yeah. And then I wanted to do something on the side yeah. because you know what it is like with psychology. If you're not actively doing stuff, like your psychology career is slowly yeah. coming to an end. Yeah. So I was like, I really need to do something on the side. So I applied for like a support worker role, but like, in, you know how you have the bank HCA. Yeah. But it's a support worker version for mental health, health. Okay. in mental health hospitals. That's good. So that would be a good experience for me, yeah. and I can network and stuff like that as yeah. well. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, so yeah, I've just been like doing my interviews and stuff. Um, I saw I went to see Endums. Oh yeah, she did. Yes. Um, do you know what's so mad? My TikTok is all full of Endums like concerts right now. Oh, because so many people went. Yeah, like yeah, every, like, I yeah. Feel like a lot of people went. So many people, but Endums concert was absolutely amazing. Mm. Like, they, was it like the nostalgia? Did you feel like he was fifteen? Yeah. <laughs> Like, they were just absolutely amazing. I just yeah. didn't expect it to be that good. Yeah. And Talisa has just been holding the whole group together. Yeah, I saw online that there was, like, this video of, like, Daffy trying to fight. I don't know if it was... That's in every concert. Really? Yeah. Trying to fight the security guard, and then she's like, come back. Yeah. <laughs> come back. He literally has been... Um, coming for everyone like he's just been causing chaos and then there was one concert that they cancelled i think it was a nottingham one yeah um they cancelled that one because apparently obviously this is what people are saying so i don't know if it's 100 percent true but yeah. um he was out like at night until late and then yeah. the next day he couldn't do the concert yeah but then at that point if i was to lisa i would just be like i'll do it myself yeah and i'll do so <laughs> <laughs> this is at my this, time literally at this point you're taking the piss and i'm gonna do it myself yeah this is my time to shine like we've got the recording i'll play your bit on the recording <laughs> <laughs> and i'm gonna carry on yeah so what they had to do is cancel it and then reschedule but oh, people wow. were actually sitting in the concert waiting oh for wow so that's how mad it is is that they knew that they weren't going to come from the beginning from the morning yeah but no one like let the yeah face know exactly so people were sitting there they listened to like the um intro bits yeah the intro bits and then that's it there was just a sign to say we're so sorry that blah, is blah. imagine crazy. guys i would actually die what do you think it's related to though with daffy uh well people are saying like at work people said that there's something um he's got like a substance misuse problem that's what i was yeah that's what i was going to say really look at him for him for him to like not like such a big thing to miss out on such a big thing it must be something very serious yeah that he just couldn't kind of get out of bed for like i'm sure he wanted to but he just physically couldn't there's been multiple videos of him getting angry on stage yeah getting angry at the lighting man <laughs> the guy that yeah that's doing the lighting and um, getting angry at random like security guards yeah. he's oh, just doing the most him. and then he's jumping like he's literally climbing i don't know how the hell you're climbing first of all that whole arena yeah because when you look around i was scared that i would even fall down oh. 
yeah, yeah. I get what you he mean. was climbing up the arenas yeah. and like into the boxes and stuff and i just thought that was a bit mad like yeah. how are you so active like jumping and Doing all this all kind of, of stuff that, yeah. and if you look at his face he's just i don't know it's just i think he does have a substance misuse problem or maybe he takes it before but that's just yeah. a big assumption yeah <laughs> that's a big assumption but um these are all rumors yeah. at the end of the day they are rumors but i mean you yeah. can see him getting angry on stage so yeah. that's one thing that is very consistent so you can see that but I don't know if he's got some substance problem for a fact. Yeah, he might just have anger issues. You yeah, never know. but maybe that's why like they had an issue with end ups at the beginning, and maybe I that's think, what because I, I never really so. paid attention to yeah. why they ended. Uh, yeah, apparently, well, when they ended, apparently the bigger issue was him. Oh right. <laughs> yeah, so that, I don't know if you remember back then, Talisa went like solo for a bit. Yes, and I then remember. she started like doing her own stuff, and then he was just kind of left to the side i just find it so weird because the other guy yeah no one talks about him Phaser. <laughs> yeah. no one literally no one chats about him he's just he's there, there. <laughs> he's just there like he don't even exist he's just there no, the other day i was thinking what's he actually like does he sing does he rap like, i think he's the producer so he does the beats no he does actually rap there though <laughs> no honestly he, what the hell he's actually on the song oh right yeah okay, he I does don't know. he's I the rapping maybe. bit and then dappy's the singing kind of bit oh and then talisa obviously know. sings as well yeah i didn't know that oh wow that's crazy. I know. It's actually mad because you don't... I think it all just blends. Yeah, it all blends it. But Talisa's done really, really well. Yeah. Um, She looks really good. Good. I was about to say that. She still looks really good. And she's yeah. probably, what, maybe touching 40s now. Really? I would say maybe late late 30s. Yeah. But like, she that's why amazing. I said, like, touching 40s, like, late 30s. She looks so good. She does. Like, yeah. Her lips... Her, she did a lip filler. <laughs> I was going to say, money buys everything, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> It really does, because if I had, I don't know, artist money, yeah. I'll probably be the Penga scale in the world as well. Like, so do you think that, like, before this whole comeback, that they were kind of, like, losing a lot of money? Obviously, they were losing money because they weren't making any money from music, yeah. but, like, what kind of pushed them to do this? And do you know what I mean? Oh, the, to there do were the rumors, whole... There were rumours saying that they were broken, that's why they're doing it now. Oh, but that's fair. I feel like yeah. back in the day when music first started and we had like what was channel U and stuff mm. people weren't making money off music they really weren't because yeah, all the credits yeah. like you know people getting signed to like record labels and stuff the money wasn't going to them it was going to the label mm. and the label would give you like an allowance and yeah. that was the money that you can spend so all the royalties you know now like loads of artists are going independent and yeah. like they're like i own my own music is literally because back in the day people didn't own it so all of the money was going to someone else yeah. so i i believe that like even crept he posted something like we've waited so many years to come out of the record label yeah. like they weren't making music for so long yeah because of the record label, label. and they wanted to come out of it mm-hmm. i think maybe like like him and conan they might have just like signed a contract for a few years but that's the thing because when you're young and you're impressionable and you see someone that's like oh my god i'm gonna give you 20k Right now. Right now. <laughs> Sign this 20k in your pocket. You're like, <laughs> you're like, yeah, fuck it. You're like, quick, do you know what I mean? Because you're thinking, rah, I've never had such a big amount of money. Someone just giving it to me in one go. Yeah. So you haven't read the small print. You you don't know how long that 20k, because sometimes there is a duration of time. Yeah. It might be this 20k or this one mil is meant to last you six albums or yeah, something. That's exactly. what they do. And that's a long time. That's you know. a long time. That's yeah. a very long time. And I feel like because people are were so excited back then to like sign record labels that they didn't read into things. Mm. And now it's coming back to bite them where all these other artists that are going 
what is it called independent they are making a lot more money yeah and they're thinking sure. where's my money going to yeah yeah, yeah it yeah, is yeah. quite sad like i don't know if you know but like p diddy and stuff right mm. that used to own you know all those like back 90s like boy bands that yeah. used to exist like in sync and like backstreet boys yeah p diddy and stuff used to he owns all of their royalties oh really <laughs> because anyone that was signed to like bad boys and stuff none of these people made money and P. Diddy made the most money because obviously he owns their royalties. Some of them even had to buy back their royalties, like pay him money to have their song back. Wow. Which is absolutely crazy. That is wild. It's really, this is why with this podcast, I'm like, we own it. Yeah. <laughs> no one no one is going to own this podcast. We have to be careful Literally. as well because obviously we're looking to branch out and stuff. So we have to be careful to make sure we keep maintain our yeah, thing. That's the, yeah, we definitely need to be yeah. careful. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, like I was, um, so I saw this thing on Instagram as well about um, Kanye West mm-hmm. and how he's now literally naming people in the Illuminati. Oh, I was oh like, you need to stop yeah. talking. Oh my God, yeah. It's crazy though, because a lot of the things that he's like said, it's just things that people used to say back in like 2009 and stuff. And now he's like confirming it. But then I don't know whether, if it's like his conspiracy head because i don't know actually if he's diagnosed with bipolar kim said he is obviously but i, I think it's seen, clear that he has something but i haven't seen any official papers well, i don't know if it is bipolar that i wouldn't put him down as bipolar yeah i would probably put him down as the, i think kim I said bipolar because of the way he's so erratic, erratic online but i feel like that was like an easy like yes thing apparently. for her to say like oh because he's so erratic he must have bipolar but that's such a stigma and 100%. he might not he might not he might not even be bipolar and she's that put that out there so that people don't believe what he's saying because of the way he comes across online well i heard that she said that um because just to protect him because he was doing so so many crazy stuff mm-hmm. and saying so many like massive things that could like really blow up yeah she wanted to protect him and the family and but that's that why she said she put it down to mental health as that an is, but that's an issue um, yeah i know that's that's I that's know. a major issue so anything negative you're pushing it to mental, mental health. health yeah you're like oh okay that explains why he's so negative that's promoting that stigma yeah that mental health is something that makes you act crazy it doesn't have to yeah and he might not even have any mental health issues that's the craziest thing like he might be completely sane and he's just choosing you know what i've had enough yeah literally <laughs> i've just had enough yeah and i'm gonna tell my truth yeah he might he might just yeah wanting to do what if that he just had a change of heart yeah what, and now you're saying he's not bipolar. <laughs> <laughs> and you're here telling him he's bipolar. Yeah, exactly. He it might is not mad be. mad, though. But it's just, he said that his mum was sacrificed. Yeah, he said that his mum was sacrificed for him to, like, get rich. Yeah. And stuff. He said, like, loads of, like, But he's had enough stuff. of it now. Yeah. He said, Beyonce, sorry. <laughs> I know. Why is everyone always, like, people now, always Now, I'm scared of Beyonce, you know. Beyonce. I don't listen to her music. Do you not? Nah. People are always coming for Beyonce, man. Yeah. She's... Th- yeah, but you know she's an Illuminati from when she talks about Sasha. No, but Sasha... alter ego. Yeah, but how many people have alter egos? Yeah, but her one looks... It's just, it's so just, her one looks yeah. evil. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is 10-year-old Masuma talking. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the eyes. <laughs> if you look at it, if you read... No, but it's her so song backwards. Because when you see her on stage, she actually looks like... Like, when she's Sasha Fierce, she's a different person. Yeah, but I, I is that adrenaline? Or is that the devil? <laughs> Literally, we will never know. <laughs> it's mad. <laughs> I 
I'm sorry. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Beyonce, not for me. Mm. Not the for thing me. is, I do believe there are powers that be in yes. the industry that do put people in line and check them or whatever. Whether or not this is a sacrificing thing, I don't know if I believe it to that extent. Yeah, see, I don't know about that extent. <laughs> yeah, but I know that there are powers that be. Like, there are higher-up people. The same way where with our governments. I know people might not believe this, but we've got our governments, but I feel like there are people above the government that make decisions. Yeah. Above, like... Really? Any Wait, gov- I just yeah. realised what you just said. Above the government? Yeah, I feel like there are people above the government that make decisions. Mm, that's interesting. Never, you know, there, never there is that. seven families in the world that run the world. I think seven or three. I've heard of two. that. Yeah. So I think they're the ones that make the big decisions about the world. Yeah. Um, and not so much the government. I guess so, because it always has to be someone yeah, above. Some, do you get I mean? There's always someone there's above. There's always above. Yeah, someone above. Yeah, because who's above Rishi now? Oh, yeah. There is some. There should be someone above him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there, there is power that bees. So I, I believe him to an extent. I do believe him if he, if he keeps whiling that he might die because. Oh yes, he's going. Yeah, he's yeah. going, guys. Yeah, he's going. <laughs> so he's going. going. <laughs> Beyonce's coming. She's on her way. He's actually fierce. <laughs> Don't kill me. Oh, it's no, so, so scary. But his really daughter scary. is literally. I'm like, listen. She's she's gonna tell the tea. Yeah, <laughs> she's going She literally is gonna tell all the fucking tea. She looks like a problem child, man. You think so? Yeah. I think she just had enough of like the people in yeah. her family. Because even oh, just, yeah. I feel like she just had enough of like, yeah. Because even the way she treats her mom sometimes. But then again, we're making assumptions off small videos. I know. We don't know tiny one second video <laughs> in the. A whole life that is Literally, funny. we do not know these people, so we can't really make those assumptions, can we? Yeah, no, for sure. But um, how have you been, anyways, in the last few I've, weeks? I've been okay. I think I've been the past few weeks. I've been practicing a lot of self control. Oh, okay. <laughs> a lot of, I think, anxiety management as well. Yeah. Just because I've been juggling a lot, so I've got uni, got work, and just life in general happening. Um. So naturally, when you're in a new space, there are so many uncertainty, like things that make you uncertain. And I don't do well with things being uncertain and not knowing. Like if there's no structure to certain things, I feel very like discombobulated. I'm just everywhere. Yeah. So I've had to like practice self-control of, okay, I can't do anything about it being disorganized. Mm. It's not my problem. Yeah. I can just show up every day, do what I can. It's not Positive my problem. Affirmations. Yeah. So, so that, because... Sometimes you feel like you want to control it, mm. but sometimes you actually can't. There's nothing I can do. So if I can't fix the situation, I'm not going to stress about it. Yeah, no, definitely. I think positive affirmations honestly has literally changed a lot for me mm-hmm. because I'm I'm a panicker. I will yeah. panic about every <laughs> little thing. Like literally, I will overthink something. Mm. Like you know how people are very reckless. Yeah. Like for example, you know when people take drugs. Yeah. And they're very reckless and like, oh yeah, let's just do it for fun, blah yes. blah, or go on a roller coaster, like whatever. <laughs> I will be like, I will be that one percent that's gonna die because yeah. I'm not gonna do this. Yeah. I will always think I'm that one percent. Yeah. So I, I can I'm I can never do, do like, a madness. Yeah. Because I'm just too much. Like, I overthink things. Mm-hmm. So um, it came to a point where I was overthinking appointments because I've realised I've got health anxiety. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I get anxious about everything <laughs> yeah. health-related. Okay. First, I thought I was reckless about it. Like, yeah. never used to take any paracetamol or nothing. Yeah. And now I've just got health anxiety for sure. Mm-hmm. So um, I spoke to the psych- psychiatrist at work, and um, she was like, look, you just need to train your mind mm-hmm. to um, think a certain way. 
So you, you can trick your mind into thinking a certain way. So if you can, if you keep using positive affirmations, like let's just say I have an appointment next week, and if I'm worried about that appointment, I just need to use these positive affirmations and then um, make my brain think that I'll, I'll be able to do it. It'll be easy. Yeah. And then you actually genuinely believe it. That's because your mind gets tricked into thinking that. Yeah. Because you keep telling it. I think that's what psychology is, girl. Girl, <laughs> I girl. yeah, but the power of uh, affirmations. Yeah, the pa- I think the power of affirmation, and I do believe in the law of attraction as well. Yeah. Because the law of attraction is the same thing. If you say things that is going to happen, it might likely will happen. But that's the reason why I believe in it is because your brain keeps thinking that it's going to happen, so you start making the moves for it to happen. Yeah. So then it actually does happen yeah. whereas if you're very negative about certain things you're naturally not wanting to do it like let's say i don't know you're scared about going outside you keep saying oh my god if i go outside i'm gonna get run over someone's gonna kill me da, 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 da. you're not going to want to do it whereas if you go if i go outside i'm gonna have a great time it's gonna be the best day ever you're more likely to go outside you're more likely to do things so mm that is going to change the outcome at the end of the day of yeah, how things sure. are going to go. So if with your appointment, for example, if you're going to be like, oh, okay, this appointment is going to be great, it's going to go quick, most likely it will be great and it yeah. will go quick. But if you're going to be negative about it, then when you go in, you're like, oh, my God, the doctor said this. Oh, my God, what does that mean? Oh, my God. Because a lot of things are controlled by your mind. Yeah. Like, it's mad, like, physically as well, how mm-hmm. you feel, how your body even acts is yeah. just based on your mind. Yeah. So, the thing is, you can change the way you think, but you can't change the way you feel. Yeah. So... If you change the way you think, then your feelings kind of follow up to that. Mm. Obviously, you're allowed to have your emotions or whatever, yeah. but you can change your thinking. And this is this is what cognitive um, cognitive behavioral therapy is all about. Yeah. It's literally about reform, reframing your mindset, getting you to think more positively, so you have a more positively outlook. Yeah on things and positive perception on things so then your behavior kind of matches up with that positive thinking which changes everything but obviously cognitive behavior therapy doesn't work for everyone yeah that's not. the only thing isn't it like yeah. it's just not for everyone but it is really like it is good and it's quite effective i think yeah. it's more commonly used than mi like motivation Motiv- interviewing, yeah. yeah it definitely sure. is there's another one the dbt isn't it yeah dialect or dialect behavioral therapy what's that on about um so Dialect behavioral therapy is more about distress tolerance. So it's more about giving you skills to manage distress and to regulate your own emotions. So you do things like emotional recognition. So literally basic of like, this is this emotion, this is that emotion. When you're distressed, this is how it feels. Like very basic stuff like that. Yeah. But then a lot of people didn't learn these things when they were kids and we don't realize that people didn't learn these things when they were kids so when you're teaching them i know because when you're teaching them you think oh right this is so straightforward we all know our emotions my time out of 10 we don't yeah we don't like in men you don't know how to cope with things like drugs and stuff like that exactly because the the drugs or the alcohol is a coping mechanism because you never learned from like a young age how to deal with those emotions even like either you were like crying or something someone told you to go away lock it up so naturally you don't feel like you can express that emotion you don't even know what that emotion feels like it makes you feel uncomfortable yeah and when you feel uncomfortable that's when you get distressed when you're distressed that's when maybe self-harm could happen or when you do unhealthy coping styles like drinking or i don't know whatever else is unhealthy for you you can then pick that up yeah but so you have to really start from the basic of Let's teach you your emotions. Yeah. Let's try and regulate those emotions. Let's then talk about your distress. Let's try and tolerate that distress. Because a lot of people, they think, oh, when I'm distressed, I need to fix it. 
Yeah. Sometimes you don't. When you're distressed, you can watch it go by. Because, again, you're not going to die. <laughs> that <laughs> That's is, true. You're true. not going to die. Just being distressed and upset is not going to kill you. You can watch it go and you can observe it, you mm. can reflect on it, be like, okay, that was very uncomfortable, but I'm still okay. <laughs> and that's fine. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, it also, like even with my clients, you know, the drug users, yeah. I always say to them, like, yeah, like we'll help with your drug addiction and we'll give you this medication to help with it and it will take up, hopefully take away the drugs. Craving, yeah. But you're using the drugs to cope with something, so you need to learn to replace that with something good now. Yeah. So you need to find what that's going to be. Yeah. Um. So it's just mad because if we all learnt these positive affirmations and positive coping techniques from a young age, we would be way better. better. Like everyone would be so much more happier now. Hundred percent. Yeah. 100%, yeah. 100%. It's crazy. It's crazy because psychology is literally all about childhood and stuff. Um, and I think sometimes I feel like we sound like a broken record in a way. I know. Like we it's just so keep true, saying, but keep saying the same thing, but. It's literally the it's pinnacle of everything. It's yeah. all, it always links back to you didn't learn that from when you was a child. Like, think about it. We were all blank slates. Yeah. The only thing that you had is really your biology. Your biology obviously is going to affect you. You're going to have certain temperaments from your parents, yes. But what the world tells you and the information that you get from the world is going to predict how you're going to be. Yeah. So if someone tells you you can't show your emotion, you can only be angry, you can't be sad, or you always have to be happy, then naturally you're not going to know how to express that emotion. When you feel it, you're going to feel very upset. You can only hope that the next generation will be better with their mental health because of how we are. Because I feel yeah. like it's definitely becoming more of a thing. Yeah. And it's definitely opening up conversations, even with men. Like, obviously, it's not where we want it to be, but it's definitely opening it up. Yeah. So, hopefully, the next I generation will be much better. Yeah, I was going to say, I think with men, it's very interesting, because when I was at uni, there was this one case study about this guy who's, like, schizophrenic, but he, like, shows loads of anger. Yeah. Um. So, a lot of schizophrenic people, they might show anger, be, like, shouting and stuff. Like, it's a, I say it's anger, it's not aggression, because they're not going to hit they're not no, gonna harm me. They're just frustrated. They're frustrated. There's a lot going on in their head that you they're, can't see. Exactly. There's a lot happening that you can't see. So it's a lot of like outwards anger to the public that yeah. it seems like, right? But really when when like the clinician at the time broke it down, mm. it was because he had so much shame and mm. men the only emotion that men tend to know is anger, because that's what's acceptable. Exactly. So he didn't know how to express himself properly to show that this anger is actually hiding all these different emotions that he just can't label. And that's just the only way he knows how to express himself. And it's 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 really, 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 really sad. Um, it is, because I had like a, a client the other day, a man, and he recently came out of prison. And I was talking to him, and I was like, what did you go in for? And he was just saying, oh, I went in because I hit someone, like, you know, had a fight and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then the way that he was talking, he was like, I don't regret it. Yeah. He goes, I only regret, like, not doing it worse. And he was like, I just, like, if someone looks at me the wrong way, my whole life people have just been, like, you know, taken advantage. So now it's my turn to take control. Yeah. So I will continue to do this. If someone else looks at me the wrong way, I'll continue to do it. Yeah. And it's just mad because obviously that's just the way. It's just that's the way his outburst is. Yes, yeah. And he was like, when he was talking, he was talking about, 
Oh, he was in Young Offenders when he was younger, yeah. uh, th- and that clicked to me straight away. That it's yeah. definitely childhood. Yeah. Um, and then like throughout his life, he's had so many like letdowns and stuff like that. Yeah. And now he's just this angry person yeah. that will kick off with you over the littlest thing. Yeah. And I even said to him like, it is an issue because he it's didn't see coping, it as an issue. It's a coping mechanism. So it is he a coping doesn't mechanism, want anyone yeah. to clearly disappoint him. So he and so thinks. he drinks as well. He's an alcoholic. Yeah. And obviously he does that to hide away from because he said when I drink I'm. Like my my mind is blurred, so yeah, I can only so think of think about like other going. things. Like I can, yeah. yeah, it just takes you away from reality. Yeah. Um, but it was just mad because I said to him, like, look, if someone provoked me, the last thing I would do is beat them up. <laughs> yeah. Do you get what I mean? I would just walk away. Like I can't be. I said ruin my day probably, yeah. but I wouldn't react like that the way that yeah. you do. And I was like, you should go to therapy. And he was like, well, I don't want to go to therapy because what's the point talking about it? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but it's not just talking. Like, they can do different things, like yeah. CBT, for example, yeah. or DBT. Yeah, it's about improving because you don't really s- just stick on the childhood stuff. It's about how can we make what happened to you better for you now. You can improve it. Yeah, like, how can it, we make yeah. it better? For sure. So I think people's knowledge, maybe the whole stigma of getting help for your mental health needs to change because people yeah. just think oh straight away it's just therapy you're going to yeah. talk to someone but it's not necessarily going to be like that mm-hmm. you can do different things whilst yeah. you're talking to someone like 100%. like like training your mind again 100%. to think positively yeah, to stuff think like that 100 percent. i think when it comes to like drug users and alcohol users a lot of the time when it comes to therapy because you're not in that state of mind to receive therapy mm. a lot of the time a therapist would say you would have to come off the drugs first oh but don't trigger good. me yeah, it, don't it's, trigger it's, me. It's really sad. It makes you so angry. It, it makes you angry, but nothing is going. To, while someone is taking, no matter how many coping skills we're teaching you, it's not going to register. You need to be able to have kind of be at that baseline and be able to not think clearly. I wouldn't say, yeah, but not have any thing affecting your thinking. But then that that's the issue. So like, I just think that. There's no middle ground. Mm-hmm. So what happens is when someone's referred for mental health support, they basically say, now nah, we can't do anything for you at the moment because you're yeah. addicted to marijuana. Yeah. Or you're addicted to heroin or whatever you're addicted to. And they send them back to, for example, our service yeah. where we're just drug and alcohol based and we don't have the mental health skills that you guys have. Yeah. So then, and they're also, they're taking, like for, the, for example, that guy, he takes, he drinks alcohol because he's got an issue from, he's got trauma from childhood. Yeah, but then there is services. I know it sounds crazy, but this is why there is other services like you guys because you're meant to kind of wean them off the drugs a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but it's hard to... No, but there's yeah, no a little bit. 100%. It's really hard. It's it's not like an easy journey. That could take them years. It's awful when a therapist does say to someone, okay, you have to go back and come off the drugs because that's like a little setback to that person again Yeah. of... Oh, okay. Like it's people not, say, go working. to mental health. Yeah. I can't even go to mental health. They're saying no. So it's, the thing I is, get that that's a setback. But if yeah. you're really, I guess, motivated to make things change, then you should try to make the effort to come off of it, even if yeah. it's just for three months, six months. It can't it's be. just because how are you going to engage in therapy? Yeah, that's not. No, I completely understand. That. But like, if we take the drug away, yeah. they need a coping mechanism, and we can't teach them that because we're not coping. a mental health service. The mental yeah. health service. Do you get what I mean? So there yeah. needs to be a middle ground yeah. because we can help with the drug use, yeah. but that just means us giving you some sort of medication for it. But then you've still got all this PTSD, trauma, all this kind of yeah. stuff, and you're not really getting the help that you need that for you it. Need so to. when that coping mechanism goes, the drug, 
then what's replacing it? Yeah. Probably other bad tech. Other, yeah, other, other, bad, uh, other bad things. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So, but guys, I don't know if you're listening, but it sounds like there was a gap in the market. Yeah, and it. <laughs> I don't know if you're hearing this, but it sounds like there's something that's untapped. <laughs> no, but it's clearly a gap in the market, and this is why it's so hard. We should we should join forces. <laughs> Oh my god, we need to edit this whole out so no one steals the idea. <laughs> Join forces and do coping Join forces, drug and alcohol, coping mental health, in mix, the middle. Mixed together. To be fair, this new clinical psychologist joined today. Yeah. And she was like saying hi to everyone and I was thinking, I'm going to catch you alone. <laughs> You're like, watch I, on site. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to catch you alone. I'm going to ask you how your clinical doctor was. Yeah. I'm going to ask you everything. Yeah, but you should. You know, I feel like yeah. when you're at work or in any space, different spaces, it's worth taking the opportunity because you these people are in your shoes. Like, I would say my consultant, she's the most loveliest person I've ever met. Really? But like, if you're ever like nervous about anything, like shadowing or if you're doing an assessment and she's shadowing you, literally you can be like, oh my God, I'm so nervous. She'll be like, I was in your shoes. Like, calm down. Oh, <laughs> She'll literally be like, calm down. It's fine. I'm a person as well. You're human. I hate when people all... forget like that, you know. I know. That's what I hate. And I think I'm so grateful about that because you could. I could have had absolutely anyone that would be like, oh, sh- sh- shut up. <laughs> people don't realise like how much of an impact it has on someone mm-hmm. though. Like even like if you're going to like a doctor's appointment and the doctor's not... Yeah, or the doctor is patronising, then you're like, oh Oh, my god. Yeah, it ruins your whole experience. It ruins absolutely everything. Someone just being kind and being understanding goes such a a long way. Absolutely such a long way. And I'm so grateful for that because it creates a learning environment for you as well. If you're at work and you've got like a manager that is mean, then you feel anxious about going into work. Mm. You don't want to do certain things. So having someone that is open and is willing to kind of take you under their wing, show you the ropes or whatever, Mm. makes such a difference because you're going to do better then as well. And that makes them look better. I always think about managers. Why are you mean to your staff? Because it makes you look bad. (laughs) It It makes you look bad. And you're also not having a good time because you're being angry. Exactly. Why do you do that? You're making it worse for everyone, including yourself. Literally. So I don't get that about managers... It's really because obviously they're that. having a bad time at home and they're taking it out on everyone else. That's yeah. literally nine times out of ten what's I happening. Think, <laughs> true, that's true. Or sometimes I feel like it's a control issue. Oh as well. yes. Sometimes it's a control issue. Yeah, for sure. So I'm very, very grateful that I'm currently not in an environment like that. Yeah. I genuinely do like the people that I work with, which mm. is really, really good and really positive. I feel like I'm learning so much. That's good. Which is really good. But yeah. It's just yeah. That's fun. I feel like life comes at you fast sometimes it does doesn't it yeah it really does come at you fast but we have to take the small wins every single 100 um, percent, man sometimes we can forget the small the wins yeah but you have to really reflect and be like you know what i'm doing great and that's so that's fine yeah these little wins i might not be like a millionaire sometimes even like if you really just feel like stuck or you know mm-hmm. really low just write down all your achievements because sometimes you just look past it like oh yeah i got this but then like 10 years ago oh my god getting a uni degree was the biggest thing for me 10 years ago <laughs> yeah now i've got two and i'm like <laughs> yeah exactly like 10 years ago if yeah. you looked at yourself now like you'd be like oh my god i made yeah. it i made it i think that's what i can it stop is. there <laughs> Do you yeah, get me? yeah i think that's the thing if you reflect and think oh what would like 14 year old me look at me now doing then that's so mad yeah because you'd be like oh wow okay you're actually doing something that you wanted to do and 
you're enjoying it mm. and this is do you know what I mean you've achieved what you wanted to achieve it's a massive thing but when you're in it when you're in the thick of it yourself you're like oh I could have done more I need to do more but, but our brain is wired to think negatively I know we've all been wired to think like how many times would you get praised by your parents for doing something well I can hardly yeah <laughs> I can I guess hardly tell you it goes back to us training our minds and yeah. like but it's very difficult to yeah. unlearn all these things if this is what society around you everyone is doing the same thing everyone is negative or critical about themselves and critical nice to others but critical about themselves naturally you're gonna think that's normal yeah you're gonna carry sure. on being nice to others critical about yourself because the things that i would say to myself i could never say that to you mm. <laughs> do you go know i mean i'm not going to say oh my god masuma you should do better yeah do you go know i mean no one you would never say that yeah so, for sure so we're always hard like hard very on very very hard on ourselves sometimes and you just have to have some self-compassion you know what's so crazy? I always think these podcasts maybe will forget the mental health route because we're having a normal conversation, but we always come back to it. Don't you think it's just so mad? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah that it's, it's always, like, mental health related, and it's not even purposely. Like, yeah. we're genuinely just talking, and it just comes in. I think it's just because it's, it's part of every day, and people yeah. need to make it part of every day. Because it, it is part of your day-to-day life. It is, it really yeah. Is. It really is. Yeah. How do you think people are feeling now with, um, obviously, I think the last time we had a recording, we were talking about, like, prices going up and stuff. Um, um, it's just, yeah, it's a lot. But I think they're giving a lot of people, um, like, increases in their wage to who, accommodate. Who, 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 like, who's where? We? What, what, who, who, <laughs> and the NHS. Day? I swear the NHS increased. Who's day? Who's day? <laughs> the I'm NHS have increased everyone's wage. Oh, right, okay. Um, so have ours healthcare services have oh your healthcare services I just assumed everyone did no I just thought it was there's like loads of people that are still struggling no of course of course but and I even with those wage increases it's not it's still not yeah I was gonna say you're only accommodating <laughs> for the struggle <laughs> <laughs> it's not increasing the increase that it needs to increase <laughs> yeah so I mean the pay increases are helping but as in but still like the prices are just absolutely ridiculous for everything yeah. like you know what's so mad we we knew this would happen really yeah. and truly like yeah, from when they're it. giving people free money and <laughs> when did they give people free money oh the 600 pound thing but no forget that like you know the businesses and like giving them money oh, and all that like there yeah. was a lot of money gone into like oh, billions right, and okay. billions of pounds yeah. so we all knew that one day we're gonna have to pay it back mm-hmm. like remember all those businesses yeah. they were given money to stay home and like not open the business for so long, long yeah they were given like ten thousand pounds i'm sorry but there were people scamming government yeah people scamming there was fifty thousand pound loans given out so i mean like that's a lot of money and now we're paying it back extra like by spending so much yeah and then obviously we have brexit and stuff as well that's made it more expensive and the whole russia situation yeah gas prices more expensive it's actually like so stressful for everyone like you can just tell as well like the whole everyone's just stressed like it's just fine like finance right now is like up there as in like the biggest stress level like Factor. So how do, how do you feel about influencers not being so, um, what is it called, so uh, sensitive to this current situation? So there was a one influencer, I saw it yesterday, mm. um, she was saying, oh, my, can't, my heating is not working, so I'm going to go to the Savoy 
hotel. The Sunwoo Hotel the is the hell? most expensive hotel. She's like, my heating is currently not working, so I am just going to go to the Subway. And everyone was like, on TikTok, people were like, I literally just scrolled and I saw mum crying about how she couldn't afford to heat up her house. Or if it was either she had to choose between the gas and the electricity. And if she chose the gas, then she couldn't even turn on the gas because she needed electricity to turn on the gas. If she chose electricity, then she can't warm up her house and she doesn't even have food and she's got... Yeah, but it's two kids. complete different lives. I know, but do you... Two ha- different... But this like, is what I'm saying. Yeah. What do you think about people not being sensitive to people? They should struggle? definitely be sensitive, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But, like, that person... That person could... Th- that could just be a norm to them. What, going to the Savoy? Yeah. Yeah. It could be, like, an everyday thing. Like, yeah. oh, like, for example, let's just say um, we're getting a coffee from Starbucks in yeah. the morning. Yeah. That could just be a casual thing for us, and we're yeah. not even thinking twice about it because it's so normal. Yeah. Um, but then I know other people are struggling to pay for a coffee, but yeah. then we're just... Ca- Do you get what I mean? So I get what you mean. It's two different lives. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know, I knew, I know a lot of people get hate like this as well. They do, because that's exactly what I thought. I thought, to be fair, it's her money, she can spend it how she wants. Yeah. I understand, obviously, it's not nice, yeah. especially if you're someone that is not privileged, seeing people flaunt it, yeah. but you can't tell people what to do with their money. With their money, because at the end of the day, they've still got that money, and they're yeah. going to spend it wherever they want Once. to spend it. It would be nice if people had the courtesy, but again... Yeah, you can't force that on anyone, exactly. and it's up to them to do what they want. So I was of the same opinion, but there was a massive outrage on TikTok. I can imagine. Everyone was like, I can oh, imagine God, why. You don't care yeah, but thing. at the end of the day, I just I don't think that like you can compare. Yeah, it's just like people's situations are just very different. Yeah. There's always gonna be someone struggling, and we're sitting here. Yeah, do you get what I mean? Like, yeah. there's always gonna be. Someone worse off than you are yeah. at all times, and you can't. I guess you can't always like dwell on that exactly. because then, then you will be feeling guilty for having some type of privilege that other people don't have. Yeah. Um, and you can't always feel guilty about that because again, it's not. It might not be your fault. Yeah. That you've got privilege. Like for it sure. might might have just been again given to you. Just or, given to you, and, and now fine. it's a norm to you, yeah, and you don't see norm, any different difference yeah. exactly, which is completely fine. Um, how have you been? I don't know if you saw the Balenciaga thing. Oh my god, I read about it this morning. <laughs> Did you? So something about child. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. So it was a picture of a child. I would say probably like two years old. Yeah. I would say max four. Um, holding a teddy bear, like you know, one of those build a bear teddy bears. Yeah. But then the build a bear was wearing bondage, like ah, yeah, like straps. Like thingy, they had alcohol on the table, empty <gasps> alcohol glasses, and it was no. like a picture of the child holding it like that. So it was just kind of like, what are you doing? What are you insinuating? Well, what is the thought what process you t- behind that? Exactly. What what is the, what what are you trying to do? No, is- whoever whoever like planned. But it that. was a whole campaign. For what? It, exactly. It was a whole campaign. Um, it, they changed their website, so it's not like you need to understand the hierarchy of Balenciaga. No one <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> like we need to get that straight. Yeah. Nobody fucked up. The whole company fucked up because they're yeah. trying to say they're trying to remove themselves from the situation and say who posted it. Da, da, da. No, you have processes before campaign. Exactly. Launches. This big big company, it has to go through all the guidelines and the framework that you have in place for Ex- things like this. Exactly. And then it gets approved. And then it gets approved to yeah. go live. You can't tell me that someone missed this. Yeah. It wasn't missed. No. It was a informed decision that was made. I don't know who made it because whoever made it clearly has some issues. Problems. For but sure. 
no one said anything That's in the Balenciaga team. And someone should have speak spoken up. Exactly. And it's just absolutely outrageous. Um, yeah. Wow. What is going on? I just wonder how it's all going to pan out. But it's So, Balenciaga's like shoes, clothing and stuff, shoes, right? Shoes. Yeah, shoes and clothes. So what's a little baby holding all this kind of stuff got to do with it? Exactly. That's actually so mad. It's absolutely crazy. And there was documents leaked as well that was talking about like paedophilia and stuff that they had... So they had like a Balenciaga bag, yeah, in a photo shoot with like a document that was talking about paedophilia. Very weird. What? Very very weird vibes. No. Very weird vibes. Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say about uh, speaking about Probably not with Beyonce speak, <laughs> or Sasha. <laughs> speaking about not speaking up. Did you see the girl that went on holiday? What? Which one is that one? The girl that went to Cabo Cabo in Mexico with her friends and they killed her. Oh. Did you not see it on TikTok? No, no. Oh my god. Yeah, there was a group of six six friends or whatever that went on holiday. This girl was beaten, like they beat her up naked, um, killed her, left her body in Mexico, oh, wow. flew back home. These were, these were her best friends, by the way. Um, they flew back home, told her parents that she had alcohol poisoning or drank from alcohol. Obviously, the autopsy was always going to say that she got beaten up. Um, but then that brings me back to the people not speaking out, the same as Balenciaga. Everyone t- turned a blind eye. Yeah. There were six people on this holiday. Nobody said anything while someone's getting beaten to death. You didn't speak up and say, this is wrong. Yeah. Same with like, Balenciaga. How can not? That's no so... one spoke up and say, this campaign, there's something <laughs> wrong with it. Mm. Like, why do you think that is? That people just, when people just don't speak up? Yes. They're just probably scared of the higher up, really. Yeah. Whoever's in charge. Yeah. They don't want to step out of line. Yeah. Because of how powerful the company is. Yeah. Or the people. The people, I mean? yeah, yeah, around them. Or, yeah, yeah, probably just Because I can't think of any other reason why. I was going to say, probably just conformity, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is conformity. You just, yeah. You're just scared to step out and say something. Something, because you feel like you don't want to be different. Yeah. So you just, yeah, some, ignored it. Sometimes being different is the right thing, especially if you know morally this is wrong, like, it's not about the group decision, it's more about what you feel morally. Like, in that situation, how can you even live with yourself, do you get what I mean, knowing that this has happened? This has happened, yeah. Like, that would haunt me for my whole life. That whole situation was very, very dark, very, very dark, because apparently the reason why they beat her up as well, because she was doing well for herself. Oh. Um, So she, yeah, she had, like, a salon or something, she brought 10,000 dollars on holiday with her because she had the money to um and apparently that was the reason why they beat her up obviously i wasn't there don't know the facts yeah (laughs) might be um saying false information i'm just going by what i've heard but that's what i heard and i just think yeah it was a lot i feel like this past couple of weeks has been heavy Mm. heavy i just think everything's just mad everything like everything even at the government like i don't Everyone's the quitting left, right, and centre. This out. Well, well, now we've got Rishi Evan. Oh, yeah. me, But before we had someone else, then That's we had someone true. else, then we had someone else. Like it's countless. The things with politics, I literally. Yeah, I'm over it. I literally, I can't, I cannot be bothered at this point because all of the rules are not favouring me, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just cannot be from, bothered. From when that Brexit rule was made, everything's just gone downhill from there. Yeah. Everything's gone downhill. It's just crazy. Mm. I feel like this past few months has been very like whirlwind like just keeps 
like like whiplash constantly yeah, no. getting everything whiplash. yeah <laughs> nothing's ending nothing is ending it's just very 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 crazy it makes you think conspiracy yeah. hats as we're talking about Oh gosh, let's not let's not like, let's not deeper that much. Like, I don't want to I don't wanna overthink. I don't, don't want to overthink this. I don't want to do that. <laughs> but oh. um, yeah, it's been so long that we haven't recorded it as well. Yeah. And I was like, this is therapy for us guys. It really is. Yeah, it is it actually really therapy. Is. Um, we're gonna uh, actually. I'm not gonna say we're gonna try stay more consistent. No, but, I we're mean, just gonna yeah. post. When we're just we gonna can post when, when we can. Yeah, whenever we feel like. There is a relevant topic as well. I know this this whole podcast might sound a little bit discombobulated, but that's fine. We're a little bit of a mess now, and we we're fine with being a mess. Yes, <laughs> we're okay with it, and we're happy with the way um, it is right exactly. now. Exactly. So you guys, can when we can do better, we will do better. Yeah, I For think sure. yeah, hundred percent. I I do. I would love to have like loads of different guest speakers. Yeah. Um. On because I feel like yeah, there's so many topics that we haven't touched on. We definitely um, will. Yeah. We're just trying to find our a, feet a bit. I think a good balance yeah. um, with this podcast. But the podcast is not going anywhere. You're not gonna yeah. you're not gonna not see us. Yeah. <laughs> we will always be here. We'll always be here talking to you guys. For sure. But yeah. I think just accept that we're we're two gals going through life. <laughs> and life and life be lifing. <laughs> and that's completely fine. And I'm sure you're going through life and sometimes you don't want to do things. And that's okay when you don't want to do things. For when sure. you feel like doing it, you do it. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Literally. We just have to ha- go with how it is at the moment and yeah. just be happy with it instead yeah. of criticising. Yeah, because the criticiser makes you feel bad. And to be fair, me and Masuma, we fight like cat and dog. Yeah. Like. Always. <laughs> all the time. Like, you should be shocked that we've made it. <laughs> You guys should be shocked. Guys, if you have... read our chats, gosh, you would <laughs> think it would have been cancelled from literally, now. Literally, it's a lot. We we talk, yeah, we argue a lot, but we always come to like a agreement because we yeah. understand the purpose of this um, of this podcast. Mm. And even though like we argue, I feel like me and Masumu have been arguing since the day I met her. Oh my! <laughs> so from day one, we have been not, arguing. <laughs> it's not anything new. No, I feel like she's just part of my arm now. Can't yeah. get rid of her. <laughs> literally <laughs> she's just there we've been, we've, we've been through way too much <laughs> literally so it is what it is I mean, you guys are gonna we're gonna be part of your arm you can't yeah. get rid of us <laughs> yeah we're not going we're not going we're anywhere staying. so yeah, yeah so we have some exciting things coming up soon which yeah. we won't speak on yet yeah yeah but um we do have some really exciting things happening mm-hmm. um that will really kind of help us and hopefully get us a lot more listeners as well and we can yeah. meet a lot more people that'll be really good um, but we hopefully will be back um, with another podcast yeah. um, in the next two weeks. Yeah. Make sure you find us on our socials and um, our Instagram. Interact. Yeah, interact with us, mind yeah. for a minute. Um, our TikTok, we've got little cute little videos, informative videos for you guys. So follow us on there, mind for a minute. And we just want to hear, we want to hear you guys. Yeah, uh, even on Spotify as well, oh, I so add like a little um, like box. Poll. Yeah, a poll or like an open box where mm-hmm. you can just write whatever you want to. So feel free to just write anything that you'd like to say on there. Hopefully only positive. <laughs> yeah, only say positive things. I'll come if and find negative, you. If it's negative, yeah, let's I not. I will find you. <laughs> IP addresses are a real thing. <laughs> but yeah, we'll see you in two weeks, guys. All right, bye. Bye. bye.